You are listening to The Age of Transitions. I'm your host, Aaron Franz, coming at you live. <coughs> Excuse me. This is uh, Sunday night, June 4th, 2023. No, he's not. <coughs> Excuse me. Do you, do you need a minute to, to catch your breath there, Aaron? It's like, I'm, I'm okay. I think I just ate something. I'm, I'm all right. Did, I'm, did, uh, did a fly fly in your mouth? Or? I, I <laughs> honestly, here I'll tell the story. This is this is really good. Live radio. radio, baby. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I stepped in just to help you because I thought maybe. Yeah, no, okay. I appreciate it, Chuck. Go ahead. Okay, so what happened was I ate my dinner, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, <clears throat> and. Uh, it's the kind of dinner that sometimes like it's caught in your throat, I guess. And then it was back there. I didn't realize it until I started talking. Um, but I'm good. Uh, <laughs> uh, what is it? It's June 4th. It's 2023. I be- I told somebody the other day that sometimes I can't remember my own age. And I wish I could say that was uh, hyperbole, that it is an exaggeration, but it's quite literally true. I'm out of my mind. I'm insane. I don't have a mind that works anymore, but I'm here, <laughs> and somebody's listening to me, so God help you. Here we are. Uh, but every Sunday night, Ocelli.com, you get whatever the show ends up being. Uh, the first half of it is The Age of Transitions. The second half is Uncle the Podcast. Um they are live. You may call in. Again, if you want to call in tonight, number 319-527-5016. You can also use Skype. Uh, type Chuck a message. He'll bring you on the show with Skype. It's charles.ocelli on Skype. Or call 319-527-5016. Ocelli.com, the Ocelli Radio Network, doing well. Lots of cool stuff going on. If you donate to the network, you will get free gifts, all sorts of interesting stuff Chuck has there. So do consider donating at ocelli.com my website's theageoftransitions.com that's where this podcast is you can support the show i have my book revolve man scientific rise of godhood that's available in paperback or ebook forms best way to support the show there's a patreon campaign there there's also uh, affiliate links um, if you ever buy books or other media online, go to bookshop.org through the links on my website. So go to my website, click on the bookshop.org link, and then it will uh, just kick a little amount back to me. It won't cost anything extra to you, but good way to help out. Also, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, if you use promo code FRONZ for Libsyn, go to Libsyn, use that as your podcast hosting service use promo code franz you get two months for free so there you go thank you for being here tonight again you may call in 319-527-5016 and the show is on the road here it's sunday um nice relaxing day it's a good day uh glad to be here on the microphone um all sorts of crazy stuff happening in the world what else is new uh, once say it's boring that it's but because it's not because it's always something different. It's the same and it's different. You can kind of know what's coming if you keep up with things enough. It, there's I think I'm gonna go through some interesting little um just point out news stories and whatnot not here. Uh, this is a good example of we saw this one coming file it under that 
the headline is oh god the headline is um here it is okay the headline is uh elon musk says Neuralink is the only way to survive and compete with ai so the whole the whole concept here is the brain chip that is in this case Neuralink, which is generally the idea of implanting an, uh, a chip in your brain that is meant to enhance your cognitive function, either enhance cognitive function or just simply be a, a way to enable brain-machine interfaces or both. Um, this has been a concept in transhumanist circles for a long time that these uh, chips would move from the development stage, which they've been in for, you could say, even if if, if you want to, uh, you could argue that it's been over a century that they've been implanting things into, into brains and that only to uh, reach this point now where we have chips, where we're talking about putting in our head to enhance our cognitive function. So uh, the, the chips themselves, um, brain chips, enhancement chips they've been developed if, if we want to say development on them it's been a, a few decades so not too long but it's been a little bit and the idea of once they reach the consumer market right that uh <laughs> not they're not going to be the only uh technology in town right it's just uh, the new technology in town that is there's going to be artificial intelligence burgeoning at the same time and lo and behold, that's what's happening. We're getting lots of advances in artificial intelligence, machine learning, whatever you want to call it, algorithmic uh, nonsense. <laughs> to pick your name for it, whatever you want to call it, it's happening big time. Large language models. Uh, so we're having those being developed. Elon Musk is developed has been developing his Neuralink chip for quite some time and that they're getting through different stages where um, apparently it's got an FDA approval. I, I don't even know the uh, particulars of that, but it's something Musk said, I think, which has to be taken with a grain of salt. Anything he says, you definitely better not believe right away. Uh, his reasons for saying it are what's more interesting to pick apart than what it is he actually said sometimes. And, and you have to realize that he's stretching the truth to be sure every time he even speaks. So you keep that in mind. But anyway, he's saying that Neuralink, if it, the, the big problem now that everybody has all of a sudden become aware of is that AI is going to take uh, control of a large portion of society and it's become going to be a threat to us, whatever that means. Um, some people are saying the actual literal existential risk of AI machines could um, decide to just murder all of us. That's one side of it. Or it could quite more simply take over, you know, all the work that we previously been doing uh, ourselves, homo sapiens. If the machines can just do the work, why wouldn't they, right? Of course they would. Um, 
But, uh, you, you know, if you're concerned that you're not going to get a paycheck anymore, maybe you can keep up, so to speak, by just becoming part, part machine yourself, right? So put this chip in your head. Uh, it will enhance your cognitive function, perhaps physical function or whatever, you know, whatever the claim is going to be on these things. It's going to enhance you somehow, right? So that you're going to be able to keep up with the machines. And uh, perhaps even you can merge with the AI systems. They can be, uh, you know, directly interfacing with your brain via this chip. And so your brain is enhanced with AI, right? And this is the story we've been hearing, again, in transhumanist circles for quite a while. It's been in the transhumanist science fiction realm until now, really, because now we can see that, it, yes, it's a possibility, and it seems like it will happen. It's just a matter of when, and whether it's going to be Neuralink or something that comes around a corner that uh, is better and that actually becomes the actual technology, whatever. It doesn't matter. But Elon Musk is the guy that uh, came out and said this to listeners of this show, tired old line, like, well, you got to put the chip in your head to keep up with the AI. To listeners of this show, that's a tired old line. To some people just casually reading the news, it might be new or shocking, like, oh, my God. It's all quite blasé on the Age of Transitions podcast, isn't it? Boring. Next. What's new? What's the next story? Uh, <laughs> let's read defense news. This ought to be fun. Auditors. Okay, the auditors are saying, what are they saying? Tell us, auditors. Over 1 million F-35 spare parts lost by DOD and Lockheed. Oh, wow. Okay, so 1 million F-35 spare parts just lost. I don't... <laughs> I don't think I actually – usually I, I reposted this on my Twitter, by the way. And so I'm, I'm going down my Twitter feed and, and reading news stories that I decided to repost. Usually I read all these stories, but I don't think I actually read this. So let's click on it and go to the defense news link. Let's read a little bit of this and see a little bit of the details because a lot comes to mind when I hear that. A million F-35 spare parts missing. What are the particulars here? Let's find out. Maybe they'll tell us. Maybe they won't. Okay. Washington. More than 1 million F-35 spare parts worth at least $85 million. I would just ask a piece. <laughs> uh, it sounds about right with this infernal machine. But anyway, enough of my commentary. Okay. More than 1 million F-35 spare parts worth at least $85 million have gone missing over at least the last five years, according to a new government accountability office report criticizing the program's supply tracking. Auditors said that because the government doesn't have its own system tracking those parts, officials may not truly know how many spare parts are actually in the global spares pool, where they are, or their total value. That wasn't matter anyway. Uh, as a result, the full quantity and value of these lost spare parts may be significantly higher than the one million tally determined by the main contractor, Lockheed Martin, the document, document reads. And disagreements between Defense Department offices and the main F-35 contractor, Lockheed Martin, over how to categorize missing parts are holding up the government's effort to create its own reliable system to keep track of the parts. The GAO report states, in short, here we go, 
In short, the F-35 program can't know whether contractors are properly managing spares, according to auditors who have tracked losses going back to 2018. Okay, so these parts are going missing. Um, I mean, <laughs> this the it, for for those of you not aware of the F-35 program, it's just you know the. It is really, in ways, the epitome, the poster child of the absolute waste that is the military-industrial complex. Like it just, it just, it's a shining beacon of wastefulness and um, crony capitalism. Let's call it that crony capitalism, um, which is, uh, of course, the product of the military, the government. So the military, the government and private industry working hand in hand as they do. That's where a lot of big uh, money is, is in uh, government contracts, right? You got uh, all these Silicon Valley companies trying to get in on that action now. So you see what these uh, old guys on the block have been doing for so long. They want a little piece of that action uh, just making money for nothing, right? <laughs> dire straits, a bit like that. But uh, they're doing a lot less than playing music. They're just, um, I mean, who knows if these parts are even there to begin with. They might have just said like, oh, yeah, yeah, we got all these spare parts. Just uh, give us our $85 million. And they go, okay. And they probably just got a check from... Uh, you know, the Defense Department. And, and nobody's even thinking because it's just like, it's ridiculous amounts of money. It's insane. It's it's insane amounts of money and, and it's quite literally not even being uh, tracked. Nobody's even keeping track of it, right? I mean, why even bother at this point? Is it, I mean, I, I struggle to know where to even begin like, what angle do you take on this? Do we take it from the angle of how ridiculous money is to begin to begin with? Like, how fake it is? How it's just made up? Uh, or, or do we go from the complete opposite point of view? Well, it's it's the sole important real thing in our lives because that's what we absolutely have to have. So if you come up with some dumb gimmick to get uh, accrue a bunch of money, just make a big pile of it, of course you're going to do that. Lockheed Martin's got their little uh, uh, game going, don't they? Them and all their subcontractors and everybody else. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. And then if, if you want to get – do we want to attack this story from a political point of view? Do we want to get political on this? God help us. Well, let's, uh, let's see here. Let's take – do we want to be um, – blue or do we want to be red which team do we like let's do let's do the red team because i do really like busting their chops more than the blue team because they're just I, they're both ridiculous but let's be the red team let's complain and whine about the um overspending of government and and i was like oh it's out of control and then we don't have any money to give we can't feed anybody we can't feed people who are poor but uh you know the defense budget we can't cut that either because it's just the uh, it's just the uh, 
it's beautiful and it's wonderful. It keeps us safe. Is it as efficient as it should be? Well, maybe not, but uh, you know, we can't we can't uh, do anything about that, or we'll all die. China will invade us tomorrow, or the terrorists will be back and they'll bomb every city or something. You know, some crisis will happen that we can't survive without the glorious military and it's um, the industry that uh, builds it up. Uh, so there, there's there's the political thing. I mean, of course, it doesn't make any sense. And, and, and when you say something, the exact opposite is usually true or whatever you're saying makes no damn sense on the face of it. So yeah, we go, the budget is out of control. It's like, okay, let's cut it. Let's think about, you know, maybe even... Slashing the defense budget by a, a little bit would be like billions of dollars, you know? Like, oh, no, no. So don't get political. I think that's the main takeaway we can get from this because if you get political, so to speak, you're going to be a moron because you're going to start saying all the crap that they say on the dumb uh, alphabet network, the, the, the cable news shows. You're just going to be like re spewing out whatever the idiot talking head told you, you'll be saying the same thing they did. Or maybe you don't like them because they're not extreme enough. So you're going to like uh, go with the talking heads from, I don't know, like the more extreme versions that are online uh, that are essentially saying the same things as the uh, cable news networks, but just taking it a few steps further. Maybe that'll Maybe that'll work out. Probably not probably won't. In fact, it's not advisable. And I can't, I don't, don't want to say I'm condoning that because I think it's a horrible idea. So I'm issuing a warning on that front. Let's see what other um, cool stories we got here. We got one that Creative Accidents uh, sent my way. I did see, I saw this one posted quite a bit all over, over the past week. I hadn't read the story until just before going on air tonight, actually. And it's it's an odd one. I honestly don't quite know what to make about this, but we're we're back with the DOD again, so that's we're in familiar territory here. Uh, the this is from DailyCaller.com. This is their version of the story. Uh, their headline is Air Force says killer drone story was anecdotal. Officials' remarks were taken out of context. Okay, so this headline doesn't even make, make sense without the backstory here. Apparently, as the story goes, somebody from is, – is this even the American Department of Defense or is this British or something? U.S. Air Force Colonel. Okay, so it's, it is the U.S. Okay. Anyway, it's the U.S. Air Force Colonel. Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, so I will read the first paragraph here. Bear with me. This is difficult. I'll read the first paragraph of this story, and I think it will give us the backstory. Okay, so U.S. Air Force Colonel Tucker Hamilton – at a conference in May, appeared to recount an experiment in which the Air Force trained a drone on artificial intelligence that eventually turned on its operator. However, the Air Force has since denied the simulation actually took place. Okay, so this guy, Colonel Hamilton, saying the Air Force ran an um, experiment in AI, and the experiment ended up, uh, the AI ended up, killing the operator it, within this. It was all like a simulation anyway, but the simulation went, uh, the simulated version of this um, 
what is it again? A drone. The simulated version of a drone ended up killing its own operator. Apparently he said this in public, but then later the, the story now is like, look, he, he, this experiment didn't happen and he was just like giving an anecdotal story. He's just like saying, well, what if? And it's, it's all quite confusing. I did read this, but I, I don't know again what to make, whether, um, I, I mean, I kind of buy the story uh, th- that it, he would have been giving some sort of weird anecdotal stories like, oh, yeah, yeah, this uh, a what-if scenario. You know, he's like saying, oh, yeah, we ran this simulation. And the way he said it sounded like it was real, but it wasn't. He's saying like, oh, yeah, if we ran a simulation, then it would just end up killing its own operator. I could see that happening. So it's all kind of like confusing. Uh, I I'm sorry, but I don't know what to make of it. I actually, unfortunately, kind of believe this colonel. Like, I, I, I kind of tend to believe that he was just saying a story that was something that wasn't real and then somebody just thought that it was. Because I know the reason I say that is I, I've seen, seen this happen all the time where you'll say something and people will take you too serious. Or um, with reporting, people will just report stuff that, and saying that you said it, but you really didn't. You either didn't say it or, yeah, they take you out of context. And then when you go, you look at the story, it's like, I didn't say that. Or that didn't happen. It's like, but for some reason, the person who wrote down the story thought that's what I said, but it wasn't. So that, honestly, that makes sense to me. Uh, that being said, I mean, what what's the bigger takeaway here? I mean... Uh, AI is being uh, surely they're running all kinds of tests with AI and they're doing simulations uh, they must be doing simulations with artificial intelligence systems right to see like how how things are working out what they can do maybe run run certain tests and simulations and then they go tweak the AI system the machine learning system retrain it or whatever feed it more data, feed it less data, figure out some sort of bias, blah, 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 whatever it is, and then they go and they tweak the system, the algorithms, whatever it is. So that's certainly happening. Meanwhile, the big public debate is, are machines going to come to life and kill us all? Um, again, it's it's funny, but I, it's... Uh, I mean, it's a legitimate concern, right? And... You can't talk about this without getting into the AGI uh, story, the AGI angle, which is always difficult. And I always lean toward the take that AGI, artificial general intelligence, is um, it's either a smokescreen screen. It's used as a smokescreen sometimes, or it's it's something that's uh, something that's not not really even as relevant or important as just uh, machine learning systems as we know them and as we see them developing currently and as they are being used currently. Because consciousness, I think, is a long way off. Actual general intelligence, long way off, most likely. We don't know that. It could, there could be some crazy thing that happens that somehow Genie is let out of the 
uh, box, right? Genie let out of the CPU, it could happen. But more important is just how are we integrating all these systems into our world? How is the system as a whole upgrading itself with this new software, so to speak, you know? What, what kind of upgrades is it receiving via artificial intelligence? How is society being streamlined? How are the stakeholders uh, taking even more from themselves for themselves out of all this? Because surely that's what they'll do. That's what they always do. That's all they ever do is just hoard everything for themselves, own everything themselves, uh, make give everybody else nothing, make everybody live. Uh, a difficult life where they're struggling just to make ends meet in this world of abundance, which I find absolutely offensive when people act like technology is um, bringing about some kind of abundance in this world. It's, that's an offensive thing to say. That is asinine to begin with. Who's this guy, Peter Diamandis? Is that his name? One of these... Um, I think that's who it is. Yeah, he's he's one of these transhumanist guys. I think he has he might be the guy who sponsors the X Prize or something like that. He's one of these, you know, rich guys that's in the transhumanist technology. He's always giving like lectures and things and he's he's just been um big on uh pushing all sorts of transhumanist ideas. And he's one of very few people that can do it with a positive spin. To this day, he's still putting a positive spin on things. And, and there have been lots of these goofballs that have popped up over the years, actually. There have been tons of these, like, smiley-faced, uh, techno-utopian cheerleader guys, usually men, almost always men, not completely always, but usually. They they get up there, they they you know, they're giving a TED talk or they have a YouTube channel or whatever it is, and they're just as jazzed as can be about, you know, artificial intelligence is coming soon and the, the fourth industrial revolution and it's gonna bring about great abundance and you know, this, that and the other thing. And even um even the Zeitgeist movement is guilty of this to a good extent where they, you know, they have their Venus project thing like, yeah, everything sucks now. I mean, they go hard on the uh, left-leaning political take that capitalism is an utter abomination and that we have to completely dismantle the capitalist system. But then they go and they say, well, we need to replace it with the Venus project, <laughs> which is just like uh, machines will bring us this world of abundance where Humans don't have to work anymore. Machines do all the work, and everything's okay. We're just taking care of because uh, the system we've reworked it, and and everything's all good. And my problem with that is, well, how do we get to that point? How, how where do we how do we magically convince uh, the lords of the land to just uh, give everything up, right? Um. That's that's the problem there. It, it it takes realizing what the problem is, which I'll give, I guess, um, Peter Joseph some credit in that he, he does understand a bit about, uh, you know, the fact that there's these ridiculously 
wealthy and powerful people in control and running things for themselves. But then, um, I don't know. Anyway, that the, the <laughs> I, criticizing the concept of abundance via technology, this technological utopian concept, which day day in day out is getting more and more laughable. Like the average person is uh, is at the point where they'll say, if you, if you try to come at them with that point of view, they'll just be like, "Are you kidding me?" And they can see right through it. Because of course, I, I mean, this isn't um, all the stuff I'm saying here is just, and most of the things I've I've been saying over the years are just, uh, it's it's just a, a version of what the average person's um, common sense take on all this stuff is. As I'm, I'm just kind of presenting a common sense take. It's like, okay, you're saying this, but you're ignoring a whole lot of the actual present situation we're in. What do we do about that first? And do we not need to take care of the present situation? Is, is that, you know, we're just going to leapfrog over it and, and hope that all this nasty stuff we're trying to not pay attention to goes away? How does that work? Well, you know, that, like, that's basically all that's going on here on the age of transitions is just asking, um, well, Asking, asking the questions of, well, you, what about all these different things that we've forgotten along the way? And, and are we not rushing? Things of this nature. I, I don't know. Stuff like that. Nothing fancy. Um, but yeah, abundance, laughable. Laughable. I mean, technically, I mean, you could say that it could. That, that could be a, a scenario technology could bring about abundance we could have a better world i suppose maybe even the venus project as goofy as it seems could some iteration of it could come to existence and be tolerable for the average person i expect it to be much more than that but if, if you made it that far that would be that would impress me honestly it would impress me a whole lot that something like that would be tolerable to live under perhaps even preferable to what we have in place now. Wow, that would be an accomplishment. It wouldn't take a whole lot, would it, to make things at least slightly better? And that's something that the average person can see too. Is like, do things have to be this bad? Does everything have to be this stupid? It doesn't take a whole lot of creativity to answer that question with an absolute no. It doesn't have to be this bad. It could be better. We could make things better. And it is creative type people that end up, you know, usually being the loudest. Like myself, I'm just here talking about this for some idiotic reason. It is silly. I, I don't know why I'm doing it, but it's a symptom of me kind of just being a creative person, so to speak. And I do... I shudder when I say that because I feel it's a bit pretentious to say being a creative person. That's a pretentious thing to say. I realize I said it about myself, and I kind of mean it, but let me kind of clarify that. In that, I think everybody is naturally creative. I think everybody needs to be creative. However, I think uh, our creativity has been beaten out of us 
methodically our entire lives. Uh, just just out of um, out of necessity to survive, or at least that's the cover that's given, is that um, we we put creative endeavors to the wayside. But I also I think I I, I put creativity. It's a wide um, it's a wide umbrella. The creativity thing. I, I, there's it's not just art and music and things like that that. You, that allow you to be creative. I think even like uh, utilitarian things you can be quite creative with, like uh, you know, coming up with interesting ideas for stuff to build around your house to make life easier. You like being like a Doc Brown style inventions and stuff like that, or uh, you you know, just uh, problem solving and getting creative. Uh, maybe you're into you know, maybe you're into motorcycles and you build up your own motorcycle somehow or whatever that means. You know, that's being creative, right? It's being creative. It's being technical. All that stuff. Speaking for myself, I know that if I don't have some sort of creative thing going on in my life at any given time, I, I, it, it doesn't go well. Like I, I, I feel I, I start getting depressed more so than I. More so than I am when I'm doing creative things, and I—that's uh, another side thing. I, if depression, I don't see as an anathema either. I just see it as a symptom, natural symptom of the world we live in. And it's just um, if you're not depressed, I don't think I can trust you. Now, the level of depression we're talking about in any given person—that can obviously be a problem, and I—I'm I, not excited by the fact that people are depressed. I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm just saying it's completely natural given our circumstance. And I, I hope that for any given person, the level for you, I hope that it's low. And, and preferably not be there at all. Yes, that's what I would hope for. But at the same time, if it's not there, does your mind work? This is my question. You know, if it's not there at all, if you don't have one iota, if you're just like everything's fine, that could be a problem too. But anyway, um, creativity. I find that the creative folks uh, have questions about things. They they have criticism. They can criticize things like technological utopianism simply because they have been exercising their creative muscles that everybody has. It doesn't take a special person to be creative. We all are. It's whether or not we end up doing that and spending the time where, where we say, hey, look, I have to be creative somehow, so I'm going to do this, that, or whatever it happens to be for us. Very healthy. I think everybody needs to do it. Um, so people who have been doing that can easily, more easily see like, oh, okay, yeah, of course there's another way we could be doing things. Because for me, creativity 101 is there's an infinite amount of ways to do anything, anything worth doing, that is. I mean, if, if you're doing, if, if your job is to be a robot all day, and for some of us it is, there's one way to do it, yeah. Uh, if if you think about it a little harder, you can probably you can still get creative with it, but there's there's one official way to do it. Fine, but as a whole, when when you approach any given problem, situation, 
there is an infinite amount of ways to do something, to get things done. And even what it is you want to do in the first place is a question too. That's a question you have to ask. Well, what it is, what is it that I'm doing? I don't think anybody can answer that question when it comes to like the macrocosmic social, political level. I don't think anybody has an answer for that. And I'd, I'd like to know if somebody does, because I, I sure don't. I don't know what it is that we we're supposed to be doing. I know all sorts of stupid cliches and slogans and dumb, idiotic stuff like that that doesn't actually mean anything. I know all the stuff that people say. I, I'm smart enough to know that it means nothing. It's 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 it means it's. I mean, it may, may as well be talking to the wind, right? <laughs> You'll learn a lot more from that than listening to these ridiculous platitudes and whatever it is that anybody has to say about, uh, you know, uh, the word democracy. Take that word and run with it. And everybody has a lot to say about it. And sometimes it, it, it gets around to nearly making some sense uh, but w when when you get to the questions of well how do we put it into practice of course you're going to find out like well okay we've got the ideal and we got the reality and it that is going to happen and that's fine but uh it just seems that we're so far gone we don't know the difference between the subjective the objective uh, we don't have any sort of philosophical framework for anything, so we're not asking any interesting questions. We're not asking any important questions. We're, we'll ask questions here and there, but they're the ones that we're expected to be asking, which will lead us down a predetermined path. And so those of us that are creative enough to see all this, just kind of, you know, it's, it's again, it's all quite boring, but beyond that, it's uh, aggravating, right? It's an insult. It's insulting. It's just as insulting as saying technology creates abundance. That's an insult. Or technology is creating all this abundance. And yes, the guy's name is Peter H. Diamandis. MD. Oh, he's an MD. Okay. Let's, okay, this is his um, Twitter Ex-chairman of X Prize. There you go. He was involved with the X Prize. Fountain Life HQ, working to extend human health span. Okay, he's one of those guys. Abundance 360. Oh dear Lord, that's a hashtag. Oh, I almost want to click on it, but I don't want to be any sicker than I already am. I don't think I can bring myself to it. He's got a blog, and he's some like business guy. I don't know, whatever. He's got a real good attitude about things. He's got a positive spin on things. I mean, there's something to be said for positive mental attitude, but when it becomes delusion, that's a problem. And actually, I know I'm, I'm kind of being a bit aggro on air here tonight, but um, generally speaking, I, I feel I'm feeling um, optimistic about myself and things, generally speaking, life, as optimistic as I can be. Again, I'm trying to be realistic about the situation, ultimately. I know where I am. 
And that's something that's important to me is not, again, not falling into utter delusion where everything is just wonderful. So, uh, I, I, that's that's never going to happen, first of all. It doesn't need to happen, but could it be a little better? I think just shooting for that is a Herculean task. So why don't we set the mark on something we can hit? Let's make things a little better. <laughs> okay, let's start with that. If we can achieve that, let's go from there because I, I haven't seen it happen yet. I haven't seen things get a little better. It keeps getting incrementally worse. And this being on all the stuff that we do have the power to change. We, we can decide to do things a different way. We can get creative. We could. We could do that. We should do that. We could. We could. We should. Will we? I don't know. We'll find out. We will find out all in due time. We're all playing our part. Um... Yes, we will find out. But anyway, this is a live show. Let me give out the number again for anybody who um, wants, who may want to call in. The number is 319-527-5016. You can use Skype to call in. It's uh, Charles Sardocelli. Send him a message. Type him one. And uh, <laughs> type him a message. He'll bring you on the show. Charles Sardocelli on Skype. Or call 319-527-5016. Now, I'm just looking at these ridiculous headlines, and that's a mistake right there. But at least they, they are quite humorous sometimes. So there's some – you got to you gotta learn how to – you got to know when to laugh. That cuts the darker side a bit. And, and you got to know when things are uh, – you got to have a good sense of dark humor, too, to make it through this uh, world. Nothing wrong with that. So do that whenever you get a chance. Not a bad thing. It's a good thing. Um, the technological utopia that we have been promised. I mean, we're in it. We're living in it. We have these technologies. They are here. You do have to remember that. That This isn't something that's going to happen. We are, So often when we talk about these high technologies, these converging, emerging technologies, AI, these neural chips, <laughs> Life extension technology, that's starting to make headlines now, too. That's pretty interesting. Um, again, that Diamandis, it's something he's into, right? He's having such a good time already. He wants to keep it going. Have fun with that. I'm my, I'm of a different mind myself. But, uh, you know, I'm crazy. I'm the crazy one. So, anyway, we're going to call. So, that's good. So, we will go to the caller. Caller, you are on the Age of Transitions. What's your name and where are you calling from? Jimmy James, calling from the USA. Cool. Hey, Jimmy, how you doing? I was thinking of this. Doing fine here. Uh, this paramantis guy there that wants to, uh, <laughs> says technology will lead to abundancy. Is that right? Yeah, it's. I'm paraphrasing him, but I'm pretty close to what he said. He said uh, he basically says technology uh, brings us all of this abundance, right? And he's talking about emerging, converging technologies, like the big ones, like AI, etc. Okay, well, here's my comment. I don't know about AI. I don't see how that's going to profit. Uh, 
anyone mm-hmm. except certain employers. Mm-hmm. However, historically speaking, of course, he would be correct. Otherwise, most of us would be dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I okay. will give you an example. You guys often like to run down what? Preservatives. Why was preservatives invented and added to foods, Aaron? Specifically. To make it last longer so that they, they for shipping purposes and, uh, I, I, is that right? Is that at all right? Just to make it last longer obviously is what it does. Well, yeah. The problem at the time was that everyone in America's cities were starving. The meat was rancid. The fruits, the vegetables were garbage, is inedible. So, in order to preserve these cities, ah, we came up with preservatives. Okay. Yeah, a noble quest and well done there. Good job, everybody. Uh, yeah, another example, uh, the left's war on oil and gas, mm-hmm. yet another attack on true progress that we've made in the last century. It seems the left's one of their main goals seems to be what? To deindustrialize us, to restrict our electricity, to control what cars we can own, control. That's what it's all about is control with the left, the Democrats, the authoritarians. When you agree? Uh, not exactly, but I, I feel like we've had this conversation before, oh. Jimmy. It's the same. It's the same thing that's always comes up. I mean, uh, am I going to deny what oil, uh, petroleum products have done? Uh, obviously, I'm not. But that would gloss over is like, am I happy as a whole about this whole situation? Like, if I had the chance, if if I had a choice to be born into this. Or to be born into like, quote unquote, primitive lifestyle. Which one would I choose? Which one's better than the other? I don't know if I necessarily have answers for these questions. But to say that like the situation that uh, the oil barons have made for us to live in is a good thing, I I, I can't get on board with that. I, I can't do that. Oil barons. Yeah. And here's another misconcept you seem to have. Now, at the beginning of the show, you were talking about the military doing some kind of dickering with contractors. And now you refer to oil barons. And I suppose you would speak of Big Pharma. Well, what you need to understand is that none of these things, nor the military, industrial complex, none of this exists anymore. Okay, what we have is a bureaucracy, unelected, running everything, putting their hands in everything. And all the Democratic Party's advice is, is, well, clearly we need to make government bigger to fix the problem. 
Yeah, but this if we're talking about insanity. but if we're talking about the government being bigger and that being an actual argument, my argument on the opposite side would be uh, historically for sure the Republicans have been all rah 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 about the defense spending budget. And that that was the exact issue. It's like it's it's yeah. Aaron, guess what? That's the whole purpose of government. It's the number. If a, a go, if a, the United States government had a prime detect, do a prime directive like Star Trek, it should be to protect. Yeah, yeah, but look, but, but look, yeah, look. That is the ideal. What has happened is you've got this. You're complaining about bureaucracy and waste. What I was saying is that the F-35 program absolutely is the epitome of that, and it is the government. I, come on, Jimmy. You got you, you got to be kidding me. You kidding you about what? That the Jimmy, the argument you're making. I'm I'm making this. I'm saying the exact same thing, but you're pretending like it's all the Democrats. That's quite frankly the most idiotic thing you could possibly say. To say that the Democrats do everything bad in the world, it's dumb. Okay, Jimmy, what you're saying is idiotic. It's stupid. Okay. The end. Okay, I'm Uh, done talking to you tonight. Good night, Jimmy. I can't do this. I'm not doing it. It's stupid. Chuck, cut him off. I'm done. Look, I'm not in the mood tonight. Sometimes I'll humor you, Jimmy, but it's so stupid, okay? The Democrats, are they great? Hell no. Are the Republicans, like, going to save us? I guess you think so. I just, it's ridiculous. It's so dumb. And uh, I'm sorry. Usually, Usually I can bear this, but I can't, I can't do it tonight. I, I, I can't. I just can't. It's just so, it's. It's it's ridiculous. I I don't know what to say. I gotta I drink water because I'm getting upset about this. Okay. Anyway, I'm back. I don't even, honestly. I don't even know what point I'm making. I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know why I'm saying it because I could get up here and say whatever, and it doesn't matter. I'm not going to change people's minds. I don't want to change people's minds. I, my opinions are probably bad, a lot of them. They're probably really ridiculous. I know they're not ordinary. But, but I'm not going to sit here and run like a political discussion show because, frankly, I'm not interested. I think it's a waste of time. I think it's leading us to fight one another when that's not, uh, it's it's not going to do anything. It's not going to do anything except get us mad at each other over what? Like playing the game they want us to play. I can't do it. The culture war BS, like all that culture war stuff. I was getting mad about that last night. I was, I, uh, I was on Twitter and I saw some stupidity about the culture war. I just couldn't, I, I did some dumb comment about it and so it just, it didn't mean anything. It doesn't now, but it, just that stuff just irks me so much. Just these these smoke and mirrors we've been given. These these this uh, this is how you view the world. This this is how you change things. And yeah, it's just uh, <laughs> you know people will talk about the um, 
was it, the liberal media, right? And sure, there is a liberal media, but there's also a – I want to use the word conservative, but is there such a thing as conservative? There's a left-wing media and a right-wing media, right? And there's other media too. There's, a, there's any kind of media that you want. It's all there. It's all out there to consume. What is it? Pick your poison. You know, do you like Coke? Do you like Pepsi? Both of them will kill you. Both of them are ridiculously acidic, which people tend to forget. But the amount of sugar is insane. Do we drink them nonetheless? Yes, we still do. But maybe the idea of, well, maybe we should at least drink less of them might be a good idea. I feel like that's what my show is. Drink less soda. Drink okay? less that's, soda. That's pretty much what I'm saying and, nice. and not a whole lot else. You know what I like to do once in a while, Aaron, is turn on the Christian broadcasters because they are – I mean you know what political direction they're going to go in. But there's always at least a different little extra twist on it. You know what I mean? There's always <laughs> – it's so weird trying to watch like Andrew, like Andrew Cuomo uh, – no, not Andrew. Excuse me. Chris Cuomo. Dancing now on the the Christian broadcasting thing he's on that News Nation. It's really interesting. He's on News Nation, you know. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I, I'd heard about that. Yeah, yeah. And it's like it's so weird, right? Um, but like the Christian, like the CBN, the Christian broadcasting, and I, I forget what outfit uh, Huckabee's with, but you, you know, you remember Huckabee, right? I, I, yeah, I remember, yeah. And of course, you know, his daughter became uh, Donald Trump's uh, communications director or media, yeah, whatever, right. whatever the hell her position yeah, was. You know what I'm right. talking about, Sarah yes. Sanders, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, right? Um, okay. But but anyway, I, I love watching those Christian guys because at the end of it all, they always have to wrap back around to, <laughs> you know, like. But but you are watching the Christian Network. I want you to know that. Uh, it's it's really funny to watch them do that because it's different from. Fox, it's different from, you know, MSNBC is unwatchable. It's just poorly done, uh, whether it's liberal or not. I, w I wish there was a good liberal media outlet because <laughs> there isn't one now. But uh, CNN's even getting weird. Uh, yes, yeah. They, yeah. I don't know if they even know what they're doing. Some I don't think they know what they're doing at they all. Some master plan, but I don't know if they even have that. I, I think they're just throwing crap up against the wall and see what happens until <laughs> Trump gets back on air all the time, and they can just devote all their time to him because mm -hmm. that's what they're aching to do. Like Anderson Cooper's doing weird stuff. Like, the, okay, Chris Cuomo. This is the last thing I'm going to say because I, I love this. It, it, the media has gotten to a point where. It's not even fun watching them try and stick to their party lines, okay? Chris Cuomo goes to the border a couple of weeks ago, and he's supposed to do this, you know, big report on, on the border crisis, right? Because clearly that's what the people at his network now want him to show. Now, he would have never done that on CNN, but he shows up there at the border, and he's there at, you know, the, that, that town with the big bridge that we've always seen on TV. You know what I'm talking about? Vaguely. Yeah. Well, you know, the bridge where there was like, you know, 10,000 Haitians were all under the bridge at one point mm. and there were oh, caravans. Oh, yes, that and, bridge, that, that accursed bridge. Yes. Right. Okay. So he goes one. there to see this massive, you know, crisis of invading, you know, uh, illegal immigrants, right? Mm -hmm. And nobody's there. <laughs> so Chris Cuomo's walking around basically for two hours going, I can't believe nobody's here. There's like nobody under the bridge. There's nobody waiting. The Biden administration says they're deporting people. Uh, their opponents say they're they're not. They're letting them straight into the country, and here we are. There's not even a traffic jam here. They're going to end title, blah, 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 and 
Chris Cuomo had to carry two hours of special report on the weekend. I'm here at the border, and I can't show you the crisis. I mean, that is hilarious to me. Um, you know, they, they don't have a good enough murder case to pull up. So now, you know, Euron or Euron Vandersloot, right, is, is back in the news. Remember the Holloway thing, Natalie Holloway and all that? I don't think so. I don't think I'm I think I'm lucky enough not to know what you're talking Man, about. Man, you don't absorb a lot of this crap. Good for you. But I try not to. But they're trying to revive that. It's like they they don't have a good crime story. They don't have exciting politics. All they've got is Joe Biden fell on his face. <laughs> you know, and and Donald Trump keeps, you know, saying stuff on Truth Social, and that's it. Until Trump really gets into the race all the way. Tonight they had a town hall with Nikki Haley on. And I'm trying to listen to it. And they're going to have Mike Pence next week, by the way. A town hall with Mike Pence because they're, they're all, you know, candidates, right? They had one with Donald Trump, by the way, uh, not too long ago. And it was very typical. And they, you know, did the typical, like, you know, well, Mr. Trump, why are you doing bad things? Oh, I'm not doing anything wrong, you know, for two hours. But they had Jake Tapper on. He had a sore throat. He sounds like he could barely talk. And he's just asking Nikki Haley questions and not even challenging her. Uh, not not at all. Like, not even in an objective way. Not in a, oh, look at the liberal media attacking the... And, and you want to talk about a conservative. There's a conservative for you. Right? Um, and, and, and no attacks on her. No no attacks. No, no pushback. No even uh, oppositional questions in the audience, really. Nothing. And I'm sitting there going, these guys really don't know what they're doing anymore. Hmm. Like, at all. Like, they only know two speeds. Totally divisive. Or lost. They have no other speeds. <laughs> That's it. And it doesn't matter. Left, right, middle, Christian. The Christians, I love it, though, because they always have to go back to. Uh, but, but we're the network with values. Now on to our news stories. You know, that's the only interesting thing at this point. It's all so boring and homogenous. It's become, I'm telling you, it it's going to be the best things for the ratings, for these TV cable news networks and these independent, you know, the Newsmaxes, the, the, the Ruddies and the freaking uh, all those um, oh god what are the other ones you know the OANN and all they are dying just waiting for the Trump show to start because as soon as coronavirus uh, uh, apprentice season two starts boom they are all going to have their ratings back because people are going to tune in to either hate or love Trump all day and night anyway Aaron sorry I ran out the last couple of minutes of your show there but I wanted to, uh, you know, I, I felt bad there with, with, with you, you, you were fed up with Jimmy James. I get it. But, uh, you know, it's your show, so it's your call. So whatever. Uh, I, I usually don't care, but I'm sure Jimmy's some, not happy some, with me now too. For some too, reason but, I do tonight. I'm sorry. It's probably, yeah. it's probably not a good reason, but I do. It's, hey, look, but, but here's the thing. When it's the host show, it's their show. I let them do what they want and they, they make the calls just so everybody knows that. And uh, so, Jimmy James, if you're mad at me for cutting you off, I apologize, but that was my job. If you're mad at Aaron, I think uh, he don't care. So anyway, yeah. I'm, I'm all done, and so is the Age of Transitions, and I'll let Aaron do his regular thing. But uh, Uncle the Broadcast is coming up, and wow, I have never heard Aaron in this kind of mood, guys. So I don't know where we're going or how this is going to mix with Uncle next hour, but uh, yeah, stay tuned. All right, Aaron, sorry. I, sorry I, I took up a bit of time there, but I just wanted to drop those things in. Okay. I personally blamed the peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I mean, what do we think was going to happen when that's dinner? But that, that I have myself to blame as I 
have everything else. It's the GMO. Pe- <laughs> it's the GMO peanuts and the Mister Peanut uh, uh, mind control. You know, you know, does he have a monocle or not? Don't check Mandela effect. All right, bye. <laughs> yes, there we go. That pretty much explains it. But anyway, yes, if you're listening live on the uh, Ocelli Radio Network, stay tuned. It's the Uncle Show next. Um, this was the Age of Transitions website, theageoftransitions.com. My name is Aaron Franz, and as always, I will leave you by saying, Seeker, Seeker. The Age of Transitions. Stock market. WallStreetWindow.com. Perhaps you're invested deeply. Perhaps you're not in deep enough. Maybe you're thinking about getting started. WallStreetWindow.com. Michael Swanson, the brilliant author of The War State, understood these trends professionally for many years, and now he gives you the benefit of his knowledge. WallStreetWindow.com. Go there now. Go there now. Go there now. For as little as $50 a month, you can buy an ad for your business, podcast, book, or any message you want heard on one or more of the Ocelli.com shows. To find out more, contact ads at Ocelli.com. That's A-D-S at Ocelli.com. Be heard with us. Revelation through conversation. Ocelli.com. Uncle, I'll bet you remember the time when Benjamin Fulford said that the Asian Secret Society was going to dispatch ninjas to take out the Illuminati to change the entire world for the better. That ain't never gonna happen. That it, never did. It never did, did it? Mm-mm. Yeah, because there's a lot of false promises. Fools! I can't say one. We better not say and be polite, uh, but oh, there are yeah. no false promises at the Ocelli.com no, radio network. That's exactly it. Not. It's truth. The point, right to the point. And this is what I like. Straight to the point. Ocelli.com. Listen now. Listen now. The views expressed by callers, schools, or anyone else who happens to get on the air at Ocelli.com do not necessarily reflect the views of Ocelli.com or Chuck Ocelli. And we are not responsible for any stupidity which might ensue. Thank you. Revelation through conversation. In denial. Secret Wars with Airstrikes and Tanks by Larry Hancock. Secret Wars became a staple of U.S. covert operations and are still happening today. Larry Hancock's book, In Denial, rips the cover off many of them. Using new files, it exposes things about the Bay of Pigs that no one has ever written about before. It shows why it really failed and why the United States did not learn from it. It also shows why other countries today are doing secret operations with more success. This is the book that puts what some want to deny into the light. In Denial, Secret Wars with Airstrikes and Tanks. Larry Hancock.
For more information, go to Larry-Hancock.com. Pick up your copy of In Denial at Amazon.com in digital or physical form. Go ahead, call it. Yeah, I'm interested in the truth about the JFK assassination. Right. Well, what do you want to know? Judy Baker's wild claim, Oswald girlfriend, he knew Ruby and Barry, cancer weapons. Really? I imagine I could claim I have four wheels. It doesn't make me a wagon, but okay. Oswald was on the kill team and trying to prevent the murder of John Kennedy. Come on now. Has a real effort on the JFK assassination broken into Go to Amazon.com, enter Judith Baker in her own words. You'll get results for a digital copy of a book where Walt Brown utilizes her own words and the known evidence in the case to get at, well, (laughs) a different perspective, let's say. You can get Judith Barry Baker in her own words from the author himself, signed if you request it, by contacting Dr. Brown at K-I-A-S-J-F-K at AOL.com. It's a fun book, and it actually dissects the many, many fantastic claims. Judith Mary Baker in her own words. Thank you for all the great information. Ocelli.com Shelly.com Radio Network. Believe that shit within you. 
Through conversation. Ocelli.com. Morning, 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 morning. This is a menacing broadcast. Covid, 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 here we are. Pick up your iPads, your cell phones, and have me and listen to Uncle the Podcast. Watch out. If you're sitting down for this, 
Or if you're standing up. Morning, 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 morning. This is a Mercy Broadcast. Code Red, Code Red, who are Code Red? Here we are. Pick up your iPads, your cell phones, and have me and listen to Uncle the Podcast. Watch out. If you're sitting down for this, or if you're standing up, you better get ready for this, because it's going to hit the ear, eardrums. Uncle the Podcast. You are listening to Uncle the Broadcast. My name is Aaron. I'm the nephew-in-law. Here with me is the star of Uncle. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Here we are, back Sunday night. This is a, a 299 episode. Is it really? Getting up there, boys. Getting up there. How did I miss that? I don't know. A 299. That's a big one, Uncle. Really? Uh, well, 199. Excuse me. Excuse me. 199. I, well, I had to get him to start this linking. So I kick, you better get with it. Mm-mm. Yeah, no, that's, that's yeah, it. When I have money, when you better start realizing what the uh, what the uh, episodes are. Oh, that's a big ask, Uncle. Yeah, yeah well, you, I'm giving you a test down here tonight. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the mere episode I'm at uh, 199, it is. Okay. It's not two. Oh, was it two? Well, no, uh, I didn't pass two. Well, we're definitely doing an episode. That's yeah, we're doing an episode, but I'm trying to get the numbers organized. Here, I'll get the number right now. The episode number is 299. Yeah, you're right. You're right, Uncle. 299. It you're was right. 299. It was. I was right. Yeah, I was just checking. Uncle was right in the first place. 299. Yeah. He was. He was. Just, so I'm going to be up to my 300. That's crazy. I could barely even believe we made it to that. I, I'm I, getting up to my 300 mark. That's good. Before... This coming New Year's Revolution. Oh, yeah. It's my aim, and I've already got it. Oh, yeah. We're going to be behind, it. behind the uh, – it's going to be behind the eight ball. That's right. But I'm going to be ahead of the eight ball, if you know what I mean. <laughs> this is a comedy show. Uh, it is. It is. And that's yeah. why I'm, doing, I'm studying it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, so we're all enjoying ourselves. Uh, and it's a live show. You can call in, as always. The call number is 319 319- Five two seven five zero one six, or you can come on the show through Skype. Charles Dottocelli, send him a message; he'll bring you on. Or three one nine five two seven five zero one six. And check Ed tonight. If he's around, I want to pull his ear out. If he's here, the shrimp man. Oh, we're oh, still. You're hoping Gerald will call. We're Gen- still in search of Mr. Sanders. Yes. 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 After this contest we went through looking for the place and it wasn't even there, what kind of crazy stuff is going on? Yeah, and I did promise to make the video of our trip out there. I did. I I made good on that promise. On Memorial Day, I actually put the video together and posted it. So if you haven't watched the video of us – what's it called? I think the Legend of Gerald Sanders Desert Uh, Shrimp Buffet. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So that's up on uh, Uncle's YouTube now. Check that out if you haven't already. Yeah. It should be on Uncle's Twitter as well. So that was fun. Yeah, it was, it was good to make a video again because I haven't edited a video in a long time. Felt good to do that. I figured well. that. I figured that you need some practice anyway, so I kick to do all this kind of stuff. So I figured, well, let's put a story story together, and he wound up doing that. Yeah. 
And there it is. It looks like Chuck just dropped it into the Ocelli.com chat room, so that's good. We are live with the live stream, too. If you're watching the video live stream, you can do that. We're live on YouTube, Twitch, Uncle's Twitter now, a couple other weird things, I think. Uh, you can always go back and watch the video or, or watch live. In addition to Ocelli.com, we're just all over the place, Uncle. I know. It's exciting. Hey, 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 some other good news. The heat will not go down hard. Oh, did they just win the they game? They just won the game, but I was warned that if Denver does win, they will not win it in four. And they and and, and, and at least the Heat won the game. That's what okay, I was so it's, sort of hoping for. Uh, we're talking basketball now. Yeah, NBA. I know. Just, NBA just that. Just that one. It's the NBA Finals. NBA Finals. Just that okay, one. Okay, okay. Right. So we're two games in now, Uncle, right? Uh, two games in and it's split. It's tied, yeah. Going to the third game and Miami. Yeah, yeah, because both Bye. games have been in Denver, right? Mm-hmm. So Miami was able to win. To win the game. next, I think it goes the next go. two or three in there. And then they go. In Miami, sure. In Miami. At least two. Yeah, yeah at, at least, least two. two. Maybe three. I don't know. I'm not sure about three, but I, I, at least two that I know of. Mm-hmm. Three and four. Very uh, exciting. Number. I'm just giving the sports people something to talk about. There you uh, go. Think about it in the in, in, in the crack room. There you go, crack room. In the crack room. You can study that for study. a while. Study. Study the finals games thus far. Yeah. It's a lot to take in, a lot to think about. Two interesting teams. You're rooting for Miami, right, Uncle? I like to see Miami, but I can see where your wife likes Denver because they haven't won a game. They that I, I, I can understand that. They that never, reason. Never even been in the NBA Finals. Yeah, this is yeah. the first time, so yeah, yeah. they're new to it. They're new to Something it. Something different. Yeah. So people usually like that. Yeah. So you got that yeah. going on if you want the newcomer. Yeah. Go with Denver. So, yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, that was on tonight, game two. Yeah. I only saw like a minute of now, it. I, I know you didn't see it because yeah, yeah, it was it's been a busy day. Busy uh, day, Uncle. But, yeah, we've got a lot of stuff going on. Um, the Uncle Twitter. Oh, I, actually, you know what? We didn't mention this at all last week, Uncle. But um, there have been some things going on on Twitter. I don't even know if I understand all of them. What is it? Let's put it out there now. Well, I, I know that um, Chris Graves has been doing a lot with like getting a hold of the wrestlers on there, and they have responded on Twitter. Oh, yeah, that's a mention. About, about that guy said he may, may come on, but somebody he has to get in touch with. That yes. is, he told... Here's sidekick about one of the wrestlers got in touch with him and he told me to talk to you. Hmm. That was the last week, but we couldn't oh. do it for some reason. I don't know why. I know that. And and and, that, uh, and this is the the question to ask you. I know that. Um, what is it? The. Uh, Sergeant uh, Slaughter. Yes, yeah, Sergeant Slaughter. John Slaughter. That was That's it. Exactly that was the man's name, right? Yeah, he's been he's been uh interacting 
so, so I'm trying to think. I, I don't even remember what all of them are. Again, I have I have a lot of difficulties with Twitter understanding what's happening. I they're what asking the you, do they want to be on the podcast? Now I say, come to see my podcast, the comedy show. Yes, that's all I had to ask him if he would come. That's all I wanted to know. Yeah, I don't remember seeing anything explicitly about Sergeant Slayer coming on the show, but he has mentioned it to his buddy to tell you to tell me. Yes, wait, who told me what? Contact the contact guy. The contact guy. That that's the um, what's his name? Chris Graves. We're talking about. He's the contact guy. Chris Graves made contact. Chris Graves told you. Told me. Or told him, uh-huh. and then he told you okay. to get in touch with the guy. Because we didn't have it that week. But I think I might have emailed somebody. Yeah, but I he said. emailed a couple people and heard. <laughs> I've barely heard back. Like, uh, well, I'm just saying that that, that one, that one, it's just need one yeah. to get on, and then they'll start all coming. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's in. my point. They'll flood in. But, but what I'm saying is. That one said something to him, and then he said something to, to you, to you to get in touch, I think, with him. Something like that, culminations. They got in touch with me, and then I get in touch with him, and then it happens, right? Then he say, well, yeah, you okay. can tell him about the time and okay. whenever. That's cool. But so that was back. On the one that we didn't do, that but we didn't get to do last. What was it? The last week? Let's see here. I well, I, don't know what I see. Creative Accents has a question at the Ocelli.com chat room, so let's field this. When does he want? He's, Check Chelly. That guy can't even talk on the telephone. This is a creative, creative Accents is asking. Tracks and accidents. Uh, Aaron, what do you think about buying those beer glasses for Pierce? And we each pick dinosaur glasses. So Pierce, I think, has a... He got his own mind. Yeah, no, well, Pierce Pierce and Amy got married, and they got a wedding yeah, registry. That's so, what I'm saying. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah they that's what I'm got, saying. They yeah, had their own mind The together. registry is still To up. get the head together. Their heads are together. They're when somebody's their married, head. their heads are together. So, Do you understand how this operates, sidekick? It's sacred, yeah. It's a sacred... Uh, this is what they're doing. Yes. So well, create, out together. creative accident said if if like if you guys throw in twenty bucks and I throw in twenty bucks and he throws in twenty bucks, we can get him these. He's got glasses with I don't know dinosaurs on them or something on his wedding registry. <laughs> and <laughs> like it's really you know I mean you you know you know our friend Pierce. I mean uh, he he knows I say this with love. You know that he's kind of a big kid. You know, so he wants his dinosaur glasses for him and his and his new bride, right? So to be on a podcast? No, no, oh, no. This, this is a wedding. This is gift. a wedding gift. This is yeah. This would be a wedding gift to peers. Oh, to them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, I see. It's through like their wedding registry, wedding uh, website that they set up. Right. Oh, they gifts. did that. Mm-hmm. They did that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know. Well, I haven't heard much from him lately, anyway. No, not a lot. Since since the. Uh, since the uh, Top Gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the last time he was on the show. The second uh-huh. one. The one that we just saw. Right. Top Gun 2. Top Gun 2, yeah. Go back and listen to that show if you haven't checked yeah. it out. 
Yeah. So yeah, the dinosaur glasses through the gift registry. I mean, it's a, it's an interesting idea. Yeah, it could be good. I didn't know. I think I saw the registry once. I I went to the link, but I didn't see the dinosaur glasses. So I got to dig around more. I think. Mm. Got to look around more to find those. <laughs> well, you know, creative accidents is great at finding uh, uh, almost hidden things all the time. So, mm-hmm. you know, he's excellent <laughs> at that. I figured that's what was going on. Yeah, yeah. So we got to do. Further research on that front, and then yeah, we'll have to. Should get Pierce something. He deserves it. It'd be good. Yeah, I don't mind doing that. Yeah, um, could be good. Uh, All right. So yeah, we'll get our money together. Good friend I Pierce, know, Pierce Redmond. Maybe he'll call in tonight. You mm. could call in if you want. Three one nine five two seven five zero one six. I just be on the show. I just haven't heard from him much. That's why. I asked. No, 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 no. He's. He's got a lot going on. Okay. That's what I figured. Yeah, it was a couple of years. I hadn't even had him on my show or anything, and then I got him on my show twice uh, last month. And uh, but but now I haven't heard from him again. So mm. you know, I don't know. He's a busy guy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. It's a lot going on in that world, Uncle. It's hard to keep up with everything, isn't it? Yeah. So, I'm I'm just glad we make it to the microphone every Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Glad that we can pull yeah. that off. It's cool. It's a good thing, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. How are we with equipment on this equipment operation here? You talking about like lights and cameras yeah. and microphones and action? Uh, for oh, to let say say we get a guest and have an extra. Oh, uh, I'm you're just saying, saying for saying equipment for equipment. If we were to have an in studio guest, do we have enough microphones? Right, right, right. It? The short answer is no, not really. The long answer is. Like we did with my son uh, a week ago. Well, I did it because I split it with him. Yeah, you shared that, it. That, and I shared it with him because he had to be on it because a witness. I, um, well, you you want I, a weird equipment question? I, look, uh, when I go to Dallas in November, people ask me if uh, if there was any possibility that you guys might come down uh, and and uh, you know cross up with us on that weekend for the uh, Lancer convention, right? And I said, I, I have no idea. I don't know, you know, Aaron's... I mean, you know, I'm sure you're interested in the Kennedy assassination, but not that interested maybe to go to the conference. Um, but, you know, people were talking to me about that and then saying, you know, asking if I was going to do a live broadcast uh, recently from mm-hmm. there. And that that is part from of the there. plan. So um, I'm going to have this set up with like uh, three or four microphones. And uh, mm-hmm. Nature Boy was talking to me about how he could bring his equipment and my equipment. We might have a whole bunch of equipment there in Dallas. So uh, if, if you guys do make it down there, we might have a whole mobile broadcasting rig set up there in the hotel, uh, like in the business center. Yeah, <laughs> so. that's cool. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I would love to do that. It's, it's, I don't think it's going to happen. A younger, unmarried version of me would find a way to do it. But these days, it's just, I don't think it's in the cards, unfortunately. But I would love to. I would love to go to that. What you have to do, though, is like you have to take a couple of days off mm-hmm. and then yeah, go well, down yeah. to Dallas and do that. It uh, For you. Yes. I for know. me, I, I can pop down there. But, you there know. you go. Because yeah. I'm retired. You are. You are, yes. Yeah, I don't know. Would, would Uncle, you, you, I don't know if Uncle would uh, want to make a trip to Dallas, though, uh, on his own. I mean, would would he go with yeah. somebody? Or? I, I, uh, I had to do it, too. Yeah, that might be a lot. That might be a production, too, Uncle. The, oh, I can do it with my wheelchair operation <laughs> deal. Uh, move out of the way, move out of the way deal. But, yeah, uh, but the thing is, the... Uh, 
cost to find out the cost of it first. And, yeah, there's you know, costs involved. Yeah. Cost to fly there um, and fly back. I will say that I, I recently we got tickets for for me to go back to Pennsylvania to see my family, and the uh-huh. tickets are a lot cheaper than they have been in a long time. So that's exciting. I don't know why, but for some reason they're cheaper now. So that's that's a good thing for for one. But well, see, uh, I'm yeah, taking I'm taking a road trip there, right? And I'm trying to figure out a couple of guys to chip in on like a, a hotel suite. Oh, so this way, uh, this way, you know, like uh, if somebody comes there and they don't got the money for the hotel, they could maybe you know they don't got the money for their own hotel room. Maybe they could just crash with us, or we could get some guys to coordinate on splitting a room. You know. This hmm. kind of thing, because it's expensive hotels and stuff, and having to eat. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, yeah. I know so, that. I don't know. It's just one of those things that's up in the air. So, I mean, it, it's out there. Of course, you'd be more than welcome, both of you, uh, yeah. you know, to hang with us, because there's going to be a little group of us down there, apparently. So, <laughs> it's going to be an cool. interesting weekend. <laughs> that's really cool. Yeah. That's awesome. You know, I'm going to be busy because I'm going to be emceeing yeah. the uh, uh, Lancer Conference. So, that's the uh-huh. plan right now. So I'll be like uh-huh. the uh, master of ceremonies there all weekend, you know, introducing people and, uh, you know, telling stories mm-hmm. and whatnot in between uh, people coming up to speak and things like that. So, But I'll be very busy, but a, a whole group of guys are, are planning on hanging out and uh, getting together. There's going to be a little merchandise table, all kinds of things happening that weekend. So, Okay. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds great, Chuck. I, uh, I would I, – I wish I could say I, – I want to say, like, yeah, I'll be there, but – Hey, and whether you're there or not, by the way, I'm going to have some of your books with me uh, and, and offer, you know, they're going to be up on the table there for people to, to look at and, to, and to, uh, purchase or pick up or whatever. Uh, might give some books away and things, uh, authors that are connected to the network, especially you and Mike Swanson. I definitely have books from both of you guys. So I'm going to have books there. Uh, who knows? You might get some brand new readers who are like, what is this? Wait a minute. I'm here for the JFK <laughs> stuff. Revolve, man. Scientific rise to godhood. What the hell's this got to do with Kennedy? Uh, mm. Nothing. This is uh, my my uh, my one of my hosts. I'm very very proud of to work on the network, you know. And oh, by the way, here's some uncle stuff. Uh, <laughs> so you know, give out the cards, give out some stickers, right? Just yeah. network it all together. That's what I'm going to be doing. You got enough uh, enough stickers, or you need more? Uh, I probably need some more by November. You know. Okay. Just give me a notice when, and then we'll send them. To yeah. You. Whenever yeah, you yeah. want to send them, because I'm also putting them in the swag packages too. You know, people might get uncle mm-hmm. stickers. They might get, uh, you yeah. know, age of tra- I don't have any age of transition stickers left, but some cards I transition. do. You know, that. you have to build up. Send some to them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, we yeah. have more. We have more uncle stickers. I think I'm out of age of transitions. I need to get more of them printed sometime. Oh, you do. Yeah, but well, the uncle ones we have a few of still. Yeah. I don't, know. I know. We do. Don't go to Sticker Mule. <laughs> they suck. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> no, no. I've, I still use Sticker Guy after all these years. He's, uh, nice. I, I like that site. No, I all right, now. Okay, let's get them calls ringing in. Calls ringing. Call in. Call in. Call in now. You know the number. I'm, I'm tired of talking to myself. Yeah. 319-527-5016. All right. And also, also on Skype, uh, you know. Yeah. Let's see. Come on, on Jimmy. On Come on, Skype. Jimmy. Skype. Call in. <laughs> I, I, I know. You know who I haven't heard much of? Who's that? Ed. Ed, yeah. I haven't talked much about him. I got something about his schools, too. Mm. Something to talk about. There you go, Ed. But if he ever calls in. Okay, yeah. I feel like he's almost always working while we're uh, while we're recording. No matter what day it is, he, he yeah. seems to always be doing that. So he's... 
definitely a very busy guy. Another busy guy, yeah. Huge. <laughs> very much. But yeah, um, yeah. So, so the call-in number the same as always. It's live show. Always good taking calls. Um, but yeah, we got a lot going on, Uncle. We've uh, the video. I, I, I really, I truly enjoyed making that video. I do hope that we can make more similar videos and put more video <laughs> yeah. material out. Maybe on Instagram as well. Instagram, YouTube, all that stuff. And that's really, I, I feel like that's a key to growing the audience if there is a way to do it i think part of it would have to be by making more videos i think the videos and the stories that you throw out there like the shrimp show Mm -hmm. uh a story it 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 will pull more people to watch it it could and and that i'm surprised with the fish thing i'm surprised it isn't many on there now just looking at it (laughs) because of (laughs) was going on yeah yeah that, Made a, uh, me <laughs> well you know after those things float around a little bit though that's when it'll it'll come out some more uh, more people will go and look at the videos and stuff you know mm-hmm. yeah. yeah sometimes they need to marinate a bit that's a good point chuck because sometimes you put something out not a lot happens but then like down the road all of a sudden somebody gets a hold of it and it gets like a ton of views all of a sudden right or, yeah, videos are weird, that especially will. now. I know that will get some views once somebody somebody watches it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be news. Well, you know what Funny happened. News. You know what's happening to us, Uncle. You know what's nah. happening to us? No, we're being shadow banned. What is that? That's what's happening to us. Clearly, that there's. I see no other way around it. We're being shadow banned. They don't want the truth that Uncle tells getting out. That's what's happening. Wait a minute. That's your side of the story. I'm a comedy guy that it gets out anyway, uh-huh. either way, and anyway. But your, your, <laughs> stories, your <laughs> stories are completely different than my stories. True. So Yeah, but the same would, weird would, thing can happen. You see, here's the funny part, Uncle. No, it's not true that, okay, you're thinking, oh, I'm comedy, so they're not going to bother me because I'm not controversial. They can find weird reasons to ban you. And th- yeah, and you don't even know about it. They'll they'll just decide. Okay, let's just say. All right, everybody. You know, we all call him uncle. Everybody calls him uncle. All right, but you know, on on the one thing, uh, your uncle John. All right. Now, if there's somebody else that has the word the the phrase Uncle John in their video oh, somewhere, oh. right? And they're known as Uncle John too. I mean, you can imagine there's more than one guy who's an uncle named John, right? Okay. Oh. Well, if there's a guy uh, you, mean, you yeah. mean the person that's making it, it'd be a copy of me. No, no, not a copy of you. Not a copy uh, of you of at all. somebody talking back. No, no, no. Just a guy who happens to be called Uncle John because he's the uncle of, uh, let, let's just say, some, some guy who's a killer, right? And uh, they don't want to promote the killer, so they, they, they turn around and they put his videos down and all that. And he's got an Uncle John in his video, right? They could yeah. turn around and put out an order, okay, suppress anything that's Uncle John. If you're Uncle John on that platform, too, then you might get shot down. They they put you down and make sure people can't find you because they don't want to find, you know, the guy who's uh, the uncle of a guy who's a killer or something. Right? Oh, I, I didn't know that's how it goes. Yeah. That's an example. That's an example. They can do that. It, it, yeah. it could do that, yes. Something like that can happen. We're not saying that is happening, but it, stuff like that can, Uncle. That's how weird 
this weird online world that we're in. Is. Oh, oh, that it's kind of weird thing. stuff that can end like up like a whole other guy who's you know double A Aaron, right? Who has a radio show, nothing to do with Sidekick there, right? He might he might affect Sidekick though because Aaron, who has a radio show, all right, is being pushed down on the platform, or he's maybe he said some bad stuff, or he did something bad in public. Uh, you know, like uh, like one of these radio guys got fired. Okay, I know a guy actually. I'm not going to mention his name, but he had a name similar to a guy who got fired from a radio station for saying uh, nasty things on air. Right. Oh. So as soon as they 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 took him off of YouTube, they took him off a of platform. This and that. Okay. Yeah. And this guy who has a name almost like his. It's it's different uh, in a weird way, but it's a similar name. Right. All of his videos all got pushed down. All of a sudden, he went from, you know, two, three hundred, four hundred people watching his videos every time he puts one out to ten. Ten people were finding his videos all of a sudden. And the only thing he could figure out is he had a name that was just like this bad guy who was a radio guy. (laughs) So sidekick there, if there's a guy named Aaron who, I don't know, goes on air and says something terrible about, I don't know... uh, uh, you know, pe- people ought to just, uh, you know, hurt themselves or something, something real nasty. I don't even want to say it, right? Because mm-hmm. your show, I don't want to mess up your show. But the thing mm-hmm. is, they could say something yeah. nasty, and the, okay, uh, now we want this guy banned. He's a bad person. Now, I can see what you're saying. If he gets connected yeah. to Aaron just because the name is Aaron, that's it. Aaron will get pushed down for six months, easy. Six months, but more than able to come back after the six months. Sometimes <laughs> yes, sometimes no. Oh, well, that's I mean, Aaron, you, you know what I'm trying to get at here. I'm trying to give him yeah, ideas. It's, it's all it's all very nebulous. You never know what's going on behind the curtain, so to speak. Uh, We're not the ones that own these platforms. We don't know what the heck they're doing. But if they want to, they can just suppress anything they feel like, Uncle. Like I, I if get, they want. To. Like I'll give you a weird example, right, uh, Uncle? You, you've had a. Um, Oh, okay, you know how you you get Epsom salt and you get into a bath, right? Old school remedy. You you you're sore, you're hurting, you're soaking Epsom salt. You feel better, right? Right, right. Okay, so you talk about bath salts on your show, and you say, "Hey, you know what? I had achy muscles, my shoulders were hurting. I get in the bath, and I use these salts." And then, now what you just talked about is perfectly normal, reasonable. It's legal things. You could go down to the dollar store and get yourself Epsom salt and pour it in your bathtub, and it'll make you feel better, right? Right. Okay, there were other people that were smoking bath salts, okay, and doing crazy stuff. Now, because you talked about bath salts, they might tie you together with the guy who went out, this other guy, he went and he started chewing on a guy's face right out right out in public in Florida because he was oh, smoking yeah. bath salts, right? Yeah, I, I see where you're going with it. So they tie yeah. those two things together, and they just they put you down like you're promoting the use of bath salts, see? Hmm. So there you yeah. go. It, it could go something like that, and then boom, you hit. And then on top of it, yeah, if you do controversial stuff, yeah, Aaron could get hit for that kind of stuff. Oh, he's talking about transhumanism. Maybe he's attacking transgender people. Blah blah blah. You know, you need to be. They do all kinds of things like that too. But sometimes it doesn't even. It's like, oh man, I would have never even thought that was a problem. It's no big <laughs> deal. You know, uh, so Aaron, you see what I'm getting at, right? I'm I'm trying to get this with, with Uncle, so he gets it. I think he's getting I, it. I, yeah, I can. Uh, I understand what you're saying now. Yeah, yeah. I see that. No, yeah, understand. that's this is the world we're in, Uncle. We're I know, I know. It's it's world playing with fire. They're doing all this. But on the flip side, you, we can make a video and think it's like nothing. You could you just put it out like on a whim, like. 
you know, fire up Instagram, do a video of you like eating a piece of cake, and then like millions of people end up watching it for some reason. That's the other side of it. Yeah, like a guy sitting there working in his kitchen. He's trying to film, hey, I'm going to show you how to make eggs today, right? And, you know, something falls off the counter and he has a crazy reaction or his mother yells at him or something. And the next thing you know is he's got, you know, 80 million people wanting to watch that video because he had a wild, he had a funny look on his face. And that's it. It's Mm -hmm. so hard to predict Uh, positive or negative things here. mm, Very hard. Very hard. Yeah. It's strange, Uncle. It's strange. But we're doing what we can. We're making good content. We have a large library that we built up. I mean, as you said, we're almost on episode 300. Yeah. So if people do find us, the good thing is they have plenty of stuff to go through if they they decide to uh, get into the show. Well, Chuck, that you mentioned it. Who's listening on the United States, out of the United States airlines? You know what? I was just getting that before. Let me uh, lean Uh, over here and see who's on right now. Uh, I'm just giving you a test drive. So uh, he's going to check and see if uh, our check. listeners are. I check it in. Uh, that's what's mm-hmm. interesting, too, is the live show. Yeah, and I'm the O'Chelly Radio Network is its own thing. The live show is its own thing. The video live stream is its own thing. I mean, it's all the same. It's all Uncle the Podcast, but they right. all are like little particular wait, areas. But see, your, like, your no. regular Uncle the Podcast stream, though, I'll tell you what. I got Russian Federation listeners tonight for some reason. Uh, <laughs> I've what got, are they uh, talking about? What do they want to talk I don't know. Talk. Funny active today. They're changing the tune. We got got listeners in Germany. I love this. That cafe has been tuned into us for many days now in Germany again. I love it when they do that. Uh, So, you know, greetings. Guten Tag to you guys over there. Glad you're along because they actually put us on in a restaurant over there. And they've been playing the Ocelli Network for about two weeks now. Um, They're really kicking it then. Yeah. And we got, uh, let's see, United Kingdom. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven Canadians tonight. Um, that's unusual. We usually only got one. It's usually Robin. <laughs> yeah, that's a bad thing. Let's see who else we got here. Russian Federation, United Kingdom, Germany. Uh, here is, what does this say? Lithuania. Ooh, Lithuania. That's a new country. <laughs> no, we haven't had one out there, have we? I don't remember I, I Lithuania listen, before. I don't remember, I don't remember that. Actually. I don't remember that, listener. No. Oh, and guess what? Now, this, it just says Southeastern Africa. It doesn't oh. give me a country. Whoa. But we're Somebody African Africa? We're all over the place. How's this even happening? <laughs> I don't know. They like to listen to me talking. I mean, I'm doing the talking. They want to listen to me. I'm surprised time, we don't see Australia here. We, we would have many kinds. Okay, we got North America. Oh, South America. Here we go. Here's uh, Colombia. Okay. We got North America, South America, Europe. Uh, let's see. Well, Russian Federation, that's over toward Asia. So you got, okay, that's cool. You got Africa. Um, you know, it's a shocker. We don't have, uh, we don't have our friend Ray in Australia right now or, or, uh, Oh, what, what, what's, what's, oh, uh, Mr. Flash, Mr. Flash or Ray over oh, there? Oh, yeah, Mr. Flash. Because yeah, if we had them, we'd have a whole other continent, right? Yeah. So, yeah, all we need now is like, uh, India or something, and we're, we're like all the way around the world. I mean, that and what, uh, South Pole, a- Antarctica, and we'd be all set. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty crazy. Man, we're all over the place tonight. I'm well, impressed, Uncle. The listeners are listening. I gave them that. Oh, Ireland. Ireland. See? There we go. 
See, once I'm on the, on the broadcast, they all listen in. Of course, I don't know what your hour was last hour, so I can't say. I'm not quite sure either. I'm sure. Uh, I'm how many you had for listeners and the callers? I, I am not saying. There's also about 15 people unidentified to just say United States right now. Yeah. So they're probably using some sort of VPN or some kind of like don't show my location or whatever on their uh, browsers or phones. And they're just all across the U.S. Okay, uh, that's cool. Good for them. No. All right. Boy, all sorts of interesting stuff, Uncle C. Yeah. So we're doing okay. People are well, listening. People well, are watching. Well, listening. That's what it is. For what it's worth. What yeah. it's worth. At least there's more people doing that than having a cough call. But I don't understand. We had one call last week. This week we thought at least get five callers. I tell you what, just, just for just for the hang of mm-hmm. having one last week mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. Now we're in the swing of it. I whoever see. whoever is listening in Southeast Africa right now, if you send me an email and you give me a mailing address, I will make sure to send you some Uncle Swag from the from America. I won't send you a hat, but I'll send you some other stuff. I'll send it to you free with some Uncle Uncle stuff on it. Okay. Uh, it might be a mouse pad. It might be some stickers. I don't know. I'll, I'll work something together. Matter of fact, I was asking, uh, I asked you in an email earlier, Aaron, and you didn't see it yet, uh, about Monkey Suit Twister. And oh, yes. if we could maybe find a way to make one shirt, one one or two Monkey Suit Twister shirts, just to throw be, them in the mix. Uh, yeah, I would like a Monkey Suit Twister shirt. That would be yeah, something would be to look great, at. Yeah. I have to look at it. Well, I gave if you, we can get yeah. that. Well, I gave you that T-shirt hookup earlier. Now, if you make a couple of them, I would really just like one. But if you make a sure. couple of them and you want to contribute, just let me know and I'll, I'll pay you for them. And uh, we'll we'll drop a couple into the mix and maybe somebody could get a rare Monkey Suit Twister shirt. So yeah. wouldn't that be cool? I would like to see what they look like. I like the idea mm-hmm. of that. I mean, That's I could at least idea. make a graphic for now. I think what I would do is do the MST typography. Mm-hmm. And then maybe a graphic of Uncle with the uh, – I, I have a graphic of him with a mohawk. That's what I was yeah, thinking. Yeah, him with the mohawk. a version of that that would work for like a black and white T-shirt. Yeah, exactly. black and white T-shirt with the mohawk would fit it in perfectly. You make it really, really punk where it's just black right. print, right, uh, on a white right. T-shirt. Because punk shirts used to come almost always white. Or you get an odd color like you know fluorescent green or something and just black print on it. Oh, right, yeah, right. that would be good. That would be oh, perfect, yeah. right? You know, I was thinking, now you're all saying something about that. That'd be another thing to do. Yeah. Just yeah. Not, just come out and said, I, why don't we do these things? We can do these things. And, yeah. And a shit like that. I personally, I want to hold off on the merch now. I want to do more of just the media <clears throat> material and just put that out as much as we can and try to focus effort on that just to try to get attention. Uh, and I, if we ever get yeah. attention, then we'll I'll hop on the merchandise train and make oh, all yeah. sorts of stuff well, if we can. Again, yeah, this this isn't yeah, but again, this isn't stuff to sell. This is thank you gifts. Oh. So oh, oh, thank you. Steve. Yeah, so this oh, is yeah. all the thank you gifts. I think it would be very cool if somebody randomly got a monkey suit twister shirt just in this first weird run. Like, you know, through the Ocelli.com thing, if you wouldn't mind, if you put it, if, if you got that artwork, Aaron, send it to me, and we'll just slap a little uh, text on it that says Ocelli.com on it. So it'll be a special, rare, you know, one-time-only kind of cool shirt, and somebody will have a super rare T-shirt, mm-hmm. uh, a couple of them out there, just like two or three or something. If you make them up and you send them my way, I'll repay you for them. Okay. 
Yeah, well, I mean, I guess it's I guess it's just a matter of me making that graphic then. So yeah, yeah, you I have to make the graphic. We'll see. Yeah, you're gonna make them. You can make graphics. So I can. That, that can would be that would be on your side of the day. Yeah, but. And that's a hell of a cool thing to have for uh, uh, New Year's Revolution too. You, you know oh, what? Yeah, yeah. That would be excellent. We shoot. Yeah. For yes. what he just said. We could have a great. I tell you, we can put both of those. We yeah. both would have a shoot for that personally show, Moon Evolution show, because that's where we started it with with the music. You know what? If, Lula, we, Lula, if, we did, show. if we did a performance as MST, we could make MST shirts where I do the old just Sharpie on a T-shirt trick. I've done that one before, Uncle. Mm. That'd be good as a performance shirt. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. performance shirt. And okay. then these other shirts, I like. They're another whole different thing. The shirt with the MST graphic and printed would be nice. When you too. get around to time doing that, well, that's thinking in that. That's on our minds. Making those it's because I uh, I thought of it too. Thought and said, why don't we get t-shirts or something that shows our band? Mm. I, I I was thinking of that. Like you were in the right subject. Mm, yeah. uh, thinking the right well, the other thing is that could be a special prize on the New Year's Revolution, right? Is that uh, you know, look, uh, we'll we'll make the shirt on air during the revolution, right? Mm. You write different things on it, you draw different things on it, you have Uncle <laughs> draw on it, uh, right? And then yeah, yeah. they win that shirt. <laughs> oh, uh, that would be like name the tune, that kind of show. Uh, similar, or yeah. Similar I mean, I, I always like doing a show where we do do a performance. We haven't even done that for a while. We have not performed as MST in quite a while, Uncle. Maybe I know we, we haven't because uh, what we have to do is start getting the people to get on mm. the air. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. our first one. step one. Step yes. one is to get the people on air, get them calling. That's kind of my and going ring, 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 ring. Have Chuck go nut crazy with the phones. Mm -hmm. And have that system first. Then when we get that though, not crazy. Then we can <laughs> then we can get the shirts on. Yeah, I've been trying to get nut crazy for a while. I really yeah. have. And well, that's like, what we can do with limited success. But I, I'm not saying that it can't happen. But I just, uh, yeah, I know, I know, I know. It's uh, we'll see. Hmm. We'll just see. We'll do what we can as much as we can. And yeah, it's good. Do I love doing these shows? Hopefully, we can make as much media as we possibly can, and well, whatever else. The other right. thing we haven't talked much about is the Sword Boys. Wait, who? The Swords? The Sword Boys? Oh, the Sword! Yeah, okay, the Sword Shop. Sword, the sword Shop? Oh yeah, I know. We haven't talked much about that guy, and and I was on top of him. Yeah. Personally, said wanted to. I went in. You weren't around. I went in, talked to the owner yeah. of the place, yeah. and I haven't heard a single thing from him yeah, since. I, it, I, to be honest, Uncle, I, I've, I've talked to him a few times, and I don't know if they're really that open to it. However, I think there's other live venues. If we wanted to do a live show, I think I could swing that. But I I don't know if I want to do that right now. No, I, you can't do it right now. You're too busy it's, working. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a lot to do. It's a you lot got, to do. You got too much on your plate at this moment. Yeah, I mean, I'm I talking about that. maybe close to New Revolution time uh, to do something. Like, but other than that, 
I, I don't in, think so. In he, fact, there's even a venue in out in Landers that oh. I think, if if I tried, I bet we might be able to swing one convince, out there. I, I I bet I could probably convince them to have us. However, that be a yeah, first. I, 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 quite honestly, I don't know if I want to do that now. <laughs> I'll just, no. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it. I, I don't know if I want to do that now. But uh, could I? I? I think it's within the realm of possibility. It's within the realm of possibility. Hey, thanks yeah. now. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. yeah. If there's not too many, oh man, we're we're gonna go yeah. over the hour to finish the show, Uncle. But yeah, I'm lying and realize we didn't get a single caller. We didn't. I, I, this is aggravating. Is that bad? Bad, bad. At least is one or two. Hmm. This is a first. Haven't had a single caller. All right. Well, you might yes. have one through Skype in a minute here. Oh, hold it. Ooh, Wait a minute. We might have somebody. Okay. I'm so talking fast. So here in a moment, we'll but get the in a moment, might have somebody on the line. Chuck has to work the magic of the phone lines there. I know the Skype thing can be a little <sighs> difficult. Yeah, I'm working on so, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's good. So this could be interesting, Uncle. I, I wanted to let the guest, whoever it is, on that side of the side of the call. Yes, yes. To do the talking. All right, you All got right. a Skype caller? I'm not yeah. sure who it is. Uh, type online, um, on the show. Calling? Where are you from? The whistle. The bird. That's a bird. bird called. Oh, hello? Hello? Hello, who's this? Oh, hey, this is Robin. I'm just at a uh, whistling competition. Ah. Uh, we were talking about you a little while ago. Were we? Yeah. yeah. At least uh, Chuck was. Uh, uh, yeah, I mentioned that uh, we usually have uh, just one listener in Canada. It's you, but there's like six tonight. Six. Right. Well, that's good. Well, they waking up this. They waking up this morning. I guess so. I guess they're waking up this morning. <laughs> well, it is morning, man. What are you laughing at? So morning, I can't... what in Canada? Yeah, they could be. Uh, they I could know be what this time change. They could, could be, be deceased people. That could be too. Listening still from last week. Oh. The time change really gets us. It really does. It confuses all of us, Uncle. I'll say that. No doubt about well, it. What's up, Robin? No, it's what's good, up, it's good to hear from you, man. Oh, yeah, man. yeah, doing okay, doing okay. Uh, you know, living living the life out here in Canada. Mm-hmm. Free health care. Beautiful morning up there, isn't Free it, right now? Mm. It is beautiful morning, yeah. We're just getting that sunrise over the... Uh, over the eastern mountains here. Oh, yeah, they got the eastern mountains. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Unlike our western mountains. Well, we, 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 we're, we're at, um, we're looking at land, we're talking about landers. And Some nice mountains there. And they're, they're going there the direction. Mm-hmm. Or if it's the same, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm turned around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But. Do they have a different time zone there, too? It's, it's uh, enough of a drive you'd think maybe, but no, it's still no, the same one. It's yeah. the same. It's right. in the same one, yeah. yeah. It's all Riverside. Right. No, things are going all right. Uh, you know, doing some uh, different uh, art projects here. Mm. I'm working on, do you see my 3D printing I did of your, uh, of your, of your sign there? Oh, that's what that was. That's 3D printing. Looks yeah, right. yeah, that thing's crazy. Yeah, what do, do you have? All, is that printed out already, Rob? I'm trying to understand what it that is, was. Yeah. 
Okay, that's cool. I, mean, I don't know if I sent the printed photo, but but yeah, okay. I printed out the Uncle logo and I'll send it in the mail. Whoa! Oh, you're gonna send it? So oh, oh actually, in your mailbox. You know what? Check your mailbox. This is is an opportunity for me to tell all listeners I don't have a mailbox for the show at the moment. You don't? What happened? I don't. What uh, happened to oh. him? I don't. Oh, you do do me now. Is this well, is this it, part of the uh, postal uh, conspiracy? I'd say it kind of falls into the same category of I'm not about to go get a live podcasting uh, gig set up right now, too. It's, it falls into the same category. You mean you lost your phone, your, your post box? I did. At that place? I, I did. I got to get a new one. No, that's the first I heard of it, fellas, yeah. people. Uh, yeah. I won't. Break so news. so so hold off. Sorry, everybody, on that, on the mail. Keep your mail. I'll, I'll get another one eventually, but... Right oh. now, right now, I have to look for one that I can actually make it to. Uh, that's mm. that, that, finding a box I can actually make it to is what I'm trying to do. So I, I, I got to get one. Well, that's close enough to your place, but not that close. Well, close it's enough. a good thing you mentioned yeah. something about delivering something to him. This is the right. first I heard of it. Boy, yeah, you've been you've been probably telling people to send in everything. Oh. I, I've toyed with the idea of opening a box at Alien Expressions out there next to five dollar pizza, but I, I I don't know. Maybe we'll see. Maybe in a meal place. The UPS store probably is next to the pizza place, right? Something yeah, like yeah. that. It's, it's uh, they they have oh, um, they rent out mailboxes. They mm. also sell alien themed jewelry. Uh, it's <laughs> out there in Flamingo Heights, right by Landers. It's. Uh, oh. I don't know. Actually, their hours are unique. I'll say Alien Expressions is open on Saturdays, which is a big plus for me. What's their There's not many mailbox places that are. What kind Maybe of street that's address why do they you give you? Because yeah. you go Sounds to like that place, what? Tender. Every, let's say every other weekend? <laughs> Something like that, yeah. And so you can catch it and catch a mail and go back. I might end up getting one there. I, we'll see. We'll see. I, as it is now, I'm out there a lot. I, in the future, though, I don't know how to predict how much I'll be there. But we'll see. I, we'll, we'll have to think. Right. We'll have to think about well, I don't think you got to sign a nine. I don't think you got to sign a ninety-nine year lease. <laughs> oh, yeah. Alien so Expressions is pretty easy going. I, I, I got to say, <laughs> great place. Great place. I still, I, I still got to give out my street address. Out to Alien Expressions. I still oh, threw, oh, threw a curveball. Tonight about that because yeah. I didn't even know you you lost your I know. box. I know I had forgot to mention it. I'm glad this came up. Actually. Yeah, I, I, so, uh, so, my apologies, everybody. Honestly, yeah, yeah, we're just telling you about stay, bringing a package and it says, you know, help. Stay tuned. We we will let you know with the updates when we get a new one. I'm on a waiting. I can get your address because yeah. I also printed an Ocelli one. Oh, awesome. Oh, I, I was just going to say, I, I have a street address only still because I'm on a waiting list for a mailbox here. A waiting list? What's going on with these people in the mail? I don't know. Yeah, the mail. Mail's breaking down. Terrible these days. I told you that two years ago. robbed on the road. Well, I told you that two years ago with this, with that new uh, postal master they brought in, it was all messed up, and everybody's like, "Oh, you just oh. hate Trump." That's why I'm like, "No, this guy's really screwing things up." And uh, oh, well. nobody listened to me. Oh. But you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> I do recall there's those videos of people stealing things off the trains there. Yeah, there's that California too. There. Hmm. Packages. Do, do, do you have a lot of porch? Do you have a lot of porch pirates in California, Aaron? 
Yes. Okay. Porch yes. Pirate. You know we do. I mean, come on. What kind of question is that? Oh, oh Uncle, do you, do you know what a porch pirate is? No, that's what I'm trying to figure out. You, you do. I can tell you you do. I okay. do know? It's people who steal the Amazon package. Oh, oh, those kind of people. You know about that. Oh, those, yes. Yes. Don't. What do you, what do you, anything what do you that's stealing them? something off the truck. Is it's oh, no, no, it's not off the truck, though. Like that is a big what problem. they do is I they... Have, I had two things that came to me today. What was it today? Yeah, yeah, it was today. But they got stolen? But no. I had to watch for them. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm sitting there so they watching for They wouldn't get stolen. Got it, got it. Yeah, no, oh. but there's people that will literally drive around, Uncle. They don't take it off the truck. They'll drive around and they'll follow like the UPS truck or the postal truck or whatever, and they'll wait right. for stuff to get dropped off. And then they jump out of their vans or their cars or whatever, and they run and grab all the stuff off all the porches and like on a whole block. They'll, yeah. they'll do that and just grab yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, I know. yeah. So it's, it's insane. We got a crazy watch yeah. out here, though. Right off the porches, so they call them porch pirates. Yeah. But yeah, Uncle, we're at the end of the show. Why don't we? Why don't we end of the up? show already? I think so. Why don't do, we do? Uh, why don't we do shout outs? Since, since, uh, since um, yeah, we Robin, are we're at the end. You got the call. You go to first. All right, right, right. Okay. Um, well, shout out, uh, shout out to uh, Big Gerald Sanders. Oh no, him again. Uh, hope hope that he might call in next week or something. Yeah. I'm gonna get that. I, I heard last. I heard last week's call out there, and uh, you know. Oh, you heard about us going out. out? I also saw the video. Oh, you did. So, okay. You know, we'll have to get to the bottom of that. But uh, uh, so you did. You think he, see, you you think he it, just yeah. went on vacation, maybe, or so is, it a, is it a vacation? No, nah, no. Nah, I don't shout know what out. he did, but I'm sure you're gonna find out. This Robin is shouting out to the man who is ducking Uncle. He is ducking Uncle. He is ducking uncle. It's that simple. He's ducking uncle, and therefore he needs to be called out, and that's what it is. So so adding to the call out is Robin right now right. for Big Gerald Sanders, right? That's right. Big Gerald, let's hear it, buddy. Explain I want to hear it. What's going hey. on with the shrimp, buddy? Where's the shrimp? I, I, no, we found, I found out something. We got food, people. We actually did get food. Mm. It was not in the desert. It was, what was that country? Uh, London, England. London. It's in London. It's in London. Yeah. Where he fooled us that thought there'd be one there. The He's actual globe trotting. Yeah. Well, well, at least it wasn't uh, like a wicker man scenario, you know? Yeah. Could have been worse. Yeah. yeah Definitely could have been, been worse. worse. Could be like hunting for Jelaine Maxwell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah you might have. You might have ended up in the pig pens. You're lucky you didn't end up in the pig pens over there. <laughs> we got a good camping trip out of it. Good well, camping trip. We got a good trip out of it. It was great. Good trip out of it. I call it a success. All right. Well, shout, shout out to uh, B, BJS. BJS. <laughs> All right, Rob. That's great. Laughing at this guy. Let's have a good for, night. Thanks for calling in. Thank you again. Yeah. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Now, Uncle. Oh, well, we're going. Okay, so we're UncleThePodcast.com, at Uncle Podcast on Twitter. and That's Instagram. my show. Bring it home, Uncle. There's my 299 show. Bye bye. I didn't have to do anything.